0: Welcome into to the Snapped Podcast. My name is Tyler Kluber, and I'm a former Division I athlete turned entrepreneur. I run my own fitness and nutrition coaching business, as well as a sports media brand that produces podcasts, sells merchandise, and creates exclusive paid content. The fun part is I don't really know what I'm doing as a business owner. I'm just figuring it out day by day. This show, Snapped, acts as an audio journal for my thoughts and ideas on fitness, health, business, mindset, and whatever else I find important on the pursuit to personal happiness and a balanced life. I hope you can take something from the show that makes your life a little bit better. And regardless, I'm just happy you're here. Let's have a day. Let's go. Snap Podcast, welcome in. My mind is just spinning right now. There's a lot of things happening in the life of mine. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Everything is hitting on all cylinders. Welcome. We'll talk about that in a second, too. Welcome into the show. I'll be honest. I thought there was going to be a better response, a better interest in the last four episodes. Sometimes you sometimes you swing and miss. I won't call them a swing and miss, but if we're taking a look at the numbies from, uh, from the last four episodes, the series that I did, what I thought was going to be revolutionary and really take this podcast to the next level eh, it doesn't seem to be doing that funny enough the the very very small amount almost non-existent amount of youtube uh views that my videos get the last four videos have done better than anything other than um like my recap of last year's crossfit quarterfinals but the audio versions and i don't know if this is what this is if people just decided screw this i'm out not listen to this guy's podcast anymore whatever uh, but the, the audio versions of the last four episodes have had a steady decline uh like pretty significantly so I thought I put out unbelievable information as succinct as I have ever on this show in 150 episodes and that there was a lot of uh I mean i I know there's a lot of great information in those for those that listened and and actually did uh soak in that information do your best to apply it and I think it'll it'll do wonders for you but it was not interesting enough to get a lot of people to click on the episodes i guess and i even i even pumped them on my on my social media i never post episodes i have 17000 followers on twitter and these are the ones i post and they get half of the half of the listeners i have no idea not mad about it it's part of the game when you are creating content you're recording episodes you're putting out tweets you're putting out podcasts you're putting out um other things there's obviously a spectrum of how those things do in response uh, in, in, um, and how people receive them, how many people come and consume them. Sometimes you swing and miss. Sometimes you put something out, you didn't expect it to do well, and it kills. I've had that happen many times as well, so I ain't mad. Podcasts are going to keep pumping out, baby. But we're here. What are we going to talk about today? As you'll see in the title... Uh, I probably titled it something along the lines of I'm running a half marathon or training for a sub 140 half marathon or something like uh, artsy, like an aggressive pace, you know, something to really draw you in. Regardless, you're here now, four minutes into the show, and that is what I'm going to be doing. Uh, Body's been feeling good. We're gonna talk about the half marathon in a second, but I, I did wanna to touch on this real quickly. Body's been feeling unbelievable lately. Um, it could be better. The back is not 100%, like it's not completely gone, but we've found ways to stretch and do PT and manage it to where I can work out full full go. Um, my routines have been hitting. I'm getting, I, I mean, this is probably the most extended time period where I have not missed a single day on multiple routines um and it goes back to that January 1 we started uh I mentioned how my wife and I started reading um 10 minutes a night on Jan 1 we have continued that through now February 7th as of this recording that's what 38 days haven't missed a night maybe missed like one or two nights but then the following night uh read double so we've you know it's we've we've got it taken care of i've been doing Started in January with 100 push-ups a day. Now I've increased it starting in February to 140 push-ups a day. And those combined numbers by the end of the year will put me at 50,000 push-ups for 2024. Haven't missed 100 ounces plus of water every day. My hydration has been on point. My stretching has been on point. Working out has been on point. Nutrition has been on point. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I am in a groove right now. And it's feeling good, and it's led to more productivity on the work side of things, on this side of things, producing content. The walk-ons is starting to pick up, even though it's the off season. We get into this groove of, hey, we get to have a bunch of guest episodes. We just crushed with uh, with a recent guest, Joe Evans, who just played for the Hawks last year. So a lot of things are happening. And so, why not add one more thing to the uh, one more thing to the the list of things to do during the day? I already train a bunch, CrossFit, as you guys know. But we've decided to run a half marathon this year. It's not the first half marathon I've ran. In fact, I've ran the distance of 13.2. Oh, let's call it, uh, we're close to 10 times. Definitely at least seven times. Two times specifically as a race, and then another four or five times in training for the full marathon that I ran. And we're gonna do it again. And we are doing an aggressive pace. We are we are shooting for an aggressive pace, something that isn't just um like a small likelihood that I don't hit it. It's a it's like a 50 50 chance that we are able to run the pace that we want to run. And that's a sub 140. Now there's probably several several of you listening to this who are like an hour and forty minutes, half marathon, like. Uh it's it's a 738 mile. And for some people out there, that's easy, easy day. No big deal. Cash money. Go out, start trotting. You can hold a 738, no problem. It's a little bit different for me. Okay. Uh, and I'm not really one to play the genetics card, which is why I'm targeting this race pace. I think it's possible for me to do it. But naturally. Absent of the training and the preparation, uh, your boy is not the guy who's getting close to a sub 140, a 738 mile for, for 13 of them, right? Uh, I am 5'10 and a half, short, shorter, and within that 5'10, biomechanically, I have a longer torso, longer arms, and a shorter lower half, short legs. Not good for running. Just biomechanically, not good for running. You take the best runners in the world, and you stand me next to them, we don't look anything alike in any way. One of the glaring differences is that I weigh 200 pounds. I'm pretty beefy. Now, when I sit down on the rower in the middle of this rowing progression that I'm currently doing, and I pull 141s, For eight, ten intervals in a row, one minute rest, that helps. Helps to have a little beef behind you. But when you're running, if you look at Eliud Eliud Kipchoge, or the guy who just broke the, the marathon record this past year, they're 110 pounds. Rail thin. Long legs. Long. And they're also from Africa. Training in Kenya. So I am 0 for 3, 0 for 4 on all of those things, but it doesn't matter because we're going to do it. We are going to run a sub 140. Now, how realistic is this? Am I going to reach that goal? Is it even within grasp? Let's dive into that. I've run this race before. It's going to be the dam to DSM. Several of you probably familiar with the race. It's sort of a legendary historical race. Uh, used to be called the Dam to Dam. It starts at the Sailorville Dam up in Ankeny and runs south towards Des Moines and finishes at the uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's called the Iowa Dam or it's. Uh, I think it's just the Iowa River um, in downtown Des Moines. Beautiful route, pretty flat, even a little bit downhill uh, at the start, and. I've ran this twice before. Like I said, in 2020, when COVID hit, I ran this thing with my buddy, Justin, who might be listening to this. Shout out to Justin. We trained and ran this thing in one hour. I ran it in one hour, 55 minutes. First time I had ever run a race, ever trained for a race every mileage past five miles in the training leading up to that 2020 half marathon was the farthest that I had ever run. First time I ever run a a long actual race. Now it was a little bit unfortunate. The pandemic hit, right? So we actually ran the original route, but we ran it by ourselves on the day that the race was supposed to be scheduled. We went out to the dam. We stood up there by ourselves it was it was actually kind of cool and we took off and ran the whole thing by ourselves. no aid stations no finish line no start line no music nothing I ran 155 I ran it again the following year and this is when um, it might have still been damn to damn that year I'm not quite sure the following year they changed the course and it was a 20k Instead of a half marathon, they made it the the damned damn 20K, which is a little bit shorter. I think 12.4 miles. And uh, I happened to get COVID that year. In fact, we might have talked about it. I think I've been doing the podcast long enough that I think I was probably podcasting around then. And my goal was to run a faster pace than the year prior. The time was going to be faster, assuming I did that, because it was – miles less but my goal was to run like a like 150 ish um i did not do that because i had covid i couldn't fucking breathe so we we came in across the finish line i just looked it up before this at a 155 46 so 46 seconds slower uh than the 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 13.1 the year before I was just happy to have it over with because again, couldn't breathe, pretty proud to run uh you know that that equals out to less than a well, I might have been pushing it actually um you know that's probably a sub two hour half marathon with Covid We'll take it neither of those times close to a one forty I think the paces on those are something like eight forty ish and then like a 911, a 906 or a 909 or something on the on the 20k. So great fun. That's my history with running these. Um the route is cool. Love the route. It's beautiful. At least I got to run that 2021 race with a actual start line. They bust us out to the start, music, that was fun. There's, you know, hundreds of people on the course with me. Um that will Happen again this year, obviously. And the question is why, again, now after three years, two and a half years of not running any more races, am I getting back into the distance game, especially with my competitive goals in CrossFit? Well, it kind of coincides with how that training has gone the past year. Uh, I will be running this race with my brother, Zach he ran the kansas city which is where he lives half marathon uh 2 years ago a pretty hilly course from what i understand and he ran that thing in 14315 so that hurts my ego one um but also gives me a lot to work for it gives me a lot to kind of grind for right it's like damn he went out there he ran i gave him the training plan that i used to run those two races which was vastly underprepared by the way it was the bare minimum you could do to like run that distance we'll talk about that here in a second uh but he went out and ran 12 minutes faster than me i mean he ran a pace on a hilly course that was only 315 off what we're trying to run this time and this goal was kind of based off of him He's like, I, I ran 143. I want to run sub 140. Like, I don't want to not run the race with him. Like, we're running the race together for a reason. So I want to be able to go at the same pace. So guess what? A 738 mile per minute per mile pace is what we're going for. Uh, The other reason, and so that's fun, right? I get to run a race with my brother. Se- several of you have probably done that before. You get to run with a family member or a friend, and you go and you knock out a good goal and you accomplish it, you get the medal, you get the fin, you know, you cross the finish line. It's good. It's something to train for at, at base level. That's, that's what this is. It's like, it gives us a goal, something to actually work towards that can provide a little direction to our daily training. He's, he hasn't had anything like that in a couple of years. So he's been looking for something like this, but on another note, obviously we are about to enter like in one month from now, uh, we're going to be back in that CrossFit season. The very short CrossFit season, um, be it for me, because, uh, well, for one, the and we'll talk about it when we get there, but the qualification got even harder this year to make the semifinals, which is the third of four stages. But two, as you guys know, starting back in 22, uh, November of 22, I've had three significant back flare ups, um, In the past you know 14 months uh 15 months that has over the course of those 15 months pretty significantly derailed my crossfit training and my ability to push into the even more elite levels of crossfit fitness that i want have wanted to pursue mostly with weightlifting i've been able to do a lot of cardio Uh, you know, therefore, half marathon. But you know, I my strength has pretty much stayed the same, maintained strength at best. A couple things may have gotten a little bit better. Um, and you know, a lot of the volume kind of stuff with gymnastics, uh, muscle ups, handstand push ups, um, other stuff like dumbbell snatches, and just a lot of the high, you know, box jumps. A lot of these things I just have not been able to put in the work on because my body won't currently accept it. It will just shut down on me. So I've had to be smart. I've had to mentally do a lot of work to like be okay with that. Um, and the end result of that is that I am not going to be as fit as I was last year when I did the CrossFit Open. I'm not going to be – I will make the quarterfinals, and I will do the quarterfinals. I will not be as fit or – rank as highly as I did last year in the CrossFit quarterfinals. And that is okay. I am prepared for that. We are managing our expectations. And you'll get to see all that in a few weeks when uh, those rankings slash scores start coming in. I'm okay with it. But I can still run, no pain, right? So that gives me something to push for because the CrossFit thing is sort of, hey, we'll do what we can, It's, it's what I love to do the most. It's, it's what makes me feel good and what gives me a great workout and what uh, allows me to kind of chase the aesthetic goals I want, yada, yada, yada. But as far as like pushing for a goal in CrossFit, there's not a lot. It's basically, let's get as fit as we can without running my body into the ground. And then we'll do the open, we'll do the quarterfinals and we'll see where we match up this year. And Hey, maybe we'll be able to give, give it another run next year so screw it let's let's give a 100 effort to something we can attack right and that happens to be the half marathon this year so what's different this time around third time running this race well again it's been two and a half years and i have learned an unbelievable amount more about endurance training uh, vo2 max zone two training um Not to mention just the general increase of my cardio fitness in the last two and a half years. Like, I've still been working out that whole time, getting fitter. Uh, Most notably in, let's see, it would have been the beginning of 2022, we got a Peloton, and we started doing the Zone 2 training. Uh, I believe it's actually been about two years exactly since I've had the Peloton never did any zone two training, didn't know anything about running in a zone two heart rate when we were doing these previous half marathon preps. Turns out that's extremely important, right? Um, The mileage, the volume, Uh, here's some numbers for you. Uh, Half marathon, 13 mile race, right? In In a 12 week prep for the half marathon last time, I did a total of 119 miles. 119 miles that might have been in eight weeks we were averaging something like you know what is that it's 15 miles a week average the race is 13 miles how are you going to average 15 miles a week and and prepare properly for something like that so the volume is drastically different Uh, I've, i've actually got the new program that i wrote myself could be a disaster who knows Uh, Right here in front of me. It's a lot more nuanced. We've got interval runs on Mondays, easy runs on Tuesdays, threshold runs on Wednesdays, Thursday rest day. Friday is a pace run. Saturday is our long zone two. And Sunday's a rest day. The intervals are programmed out. There's a different workout for all 13 weeks of prep. It's a 14 week prep total. This time around, instead of uh, like an eight to 10 week prep. So we're like almost doubling the amount of time that we actually spent directly prepping for this thing. And we're tripling the amount of miles. Total, total miles I'll have run from day one of this program through the race, 344. It's a lot different than 120. So not to mention the fact that uh, knowledge you know, again, on the training zone two side of things, the importance of like interval runs and threshold runs and speed runs, stuff like that. But not only that, I know so much more about nutrition and recovery over the last two years. I know what my I have another two and a half years of body IQ of what works for me, what I know is going to get a little tight here, how to recover all these things. So it's going to look much different than it did in the past and it has to because of the goal because of what we're trying to run um it's it's aggressive 1 hour and 40 minutes for somebody like me who is primarily still going to be crossfitting and lifting weights during this time probably 3 to 5 times a week while also running 3 to uh 5 times a week it's a lot but it's what we need it, or if if we're going to approach this with hey we want to run and finish it when that clock is at one thirty nine fifty nine or less, uh, we have to have this sort of program. How is that going to interlock with our CrossFit training? I will be dialing it down. The cro- the running will take priority, um, especially as volume starts to increase you know i think the first week of the program is 17 miles let me check that 17 miles in week one that will work up to our peak week of 32 miles and you know around that there's four other weeks that are 28 miles or more so you know weeks eight through 12 will run 28 28 and a half 30 and a half 32 28 that's five weeks of a lot of miles for me so the lifting will be dialed back i'm likely going to drop it down to one primary lift per day really most of the conditioning will uh will be the running i might do one like crossfit metcon a week where i take a dumbbell and i do some pull-ups and i do like you carry a sandbag maybe most of it's going to be the running and then I will lift probably five days a week, probably Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, and uh, and I will try to do like thirty minutes. You know, go in, load up the squat bar, do whatever I have for squat work that day. Get out thirty minutes. One one high intensity strength session, not necessarily high intensity, but like one very focused, deliberate. Strength piece for the day and then get out. Not a lot of accessories. Any accessory stuff I'm going to be doing is going to be recovery focused, um, you know, kind of uh, pre-covery, prehab type stuff. And uh, that is how we'll kind of mesh those things together because the quarterfinals for CrossFit, which I am going to compete in, is going to be during week five of this half marathon prep. So, you know, we still have that to do fun facts from a quick Google search, by the way uh, I wanted to see if there was like a generalized VO two max equivalent for the pace that you run for certain distances. And of course there is now this isn't directly uh correlative because VO two max is based on age and weight. You, how much you weigh is a, a variable in the formula of VO2 max, but generally, I typed in a 140 half marathon, and it spit out that you need about a 45, a VO2 max of 45. Uh, I believe it's liters per minute, uh, or something like that, um, to run that pace. And then it also gives you pace equivalents for different distances. So it says. And if you can run a half marathon in 140 or less your mile time is it is about a 624 that's about exactly what my miles at right now i'm not running shape at all um i might be able to run a little bit closer to the six minute mark 5k right about 21:47 20, sub 22 that's about right um and then a marathon it, it extrapolates it out to about three hours 28 minutes that seems a little bit fast this is probably likely for slow twitch athletes as well. And then on the other side, it actually gives you your training paces, uh, interval paces, threshold paces, um, repetition paces, easy pace, marathon pace. So this is a nice little thing to have. Um, Really, really enjoy having those, and I'll probably write those down. And then another little fun fact, I was like, you know what? How aggressive is this? How many people who have ever run a half marathon and lo- and their times have been logged and written down. Um what's the percentile of a sub one forty finish, right? Turns out it's pretty good. And even my previous times are pretty good. Um, you know, if you go to that 155 I ran, uh it says 15529 is faster than eighty one percent of people who have ran a half marathon. I'll take it top twenty percent. the pace that we're targeting now of a one forty or less, that will be in the fifth percentile, faster than ninety four point eight percent of all runners. For someone who's not a runner, I would fucking take that being you know, you take a hundred runners and I'm the fifth fastest guy. I'll take that. no doubt. so, Fun little stuff there. And yeah, I'm excited. The, the race is June 1st, so I'm sure there'll be a couple more updates on this on this prep. Uh, it officially starts in three weeks, uh from well, two and a half weeks. On February 26th is day one of the program. I've already been doing some morning miles, running a little bit of zone two vested. Uh, you know, unvested, trying to get some just volume on the legs and the knees. Um, We're at about 10 miles a week right now. Over the next couple of weeks, we're going to up that to 15-ish. You know, uh, we haven't run into any problems yet, so we can kind of be ready for that 17 miles at week one. And uh, yeah. Has anybody out there ever run a sub 140? I'm sure that several of you have. I guarantee it. Uh, Any advice? DM me. Send it over. Is anybody running the damned DSM this year? Are you going to run this race? Let me know. If you haven't signed up yet and you want to or you're planning on it, I can send you my uh, little affiliate code. And I think it gets me like a swag backpack or something if I get so many people to sign up. So um, let me know. This is the update. We're feeling good. Body's feeling good. Sore today. Did a shitload of toes to bar and some sandbag yesterday. 40 muscle ups. Still tried, trying to be fit for CrossFit. See how, see how uh, high up the lit rankings we can go. But we are full on going to run a sub 140 half marathon. That is the new goal. Uh, I set on the prize. And we'll continue to update you guys as we go along. Thanks for being here today. A little 30 minutes on the SNAP podcast. Check out TKG training. For all your daily training needs at home, all you need is a dumbbell and 30 minutes and some effort to get elite fitness. TylerKluver.com. Hit me up on social DMs if you want to ask a question or ask me about any of those opportunities. See you next time. Your excuses are not valid. Go have a day.